2: Right, my talkers, happy Thursday. One more day till the holiday weekend. We are all excited around here. Lori and Julia are in studio today for a fun, packed, filled show. Yesterday was a tough one, but a oh, good one at that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, we we did. We're going to replay our, our uh, just, we ended up talking about Tina Turner all day long yesterday. So, because, of course, we, like everyone, has Memorial Day off, so we'll be replaying that on Monday. So, if you missed it. And didn't get a chance to listen to it or whatever. It'll be replayed on Monday. Thanks.
0: You know when you listen to podcasts, is it too Grant that the music isn't included? Yeah. So
2: if you go back tonight to go listen to the three hours what we did yesterday, you're not even going to really you'll, you'll experience all the great you know takes that you guys mm-hmm. had and all the experiences and interviews we talked about. But all the music, I have to take that out of the podcast. All the great performances that she did with like share okay. and and and, and, right. and you know all that stuff. So if you really want to truly experience like. The, the the tribute that you guys put forth yeah. for for Tina Turner on Monday, it will have all that music in there, all those performances. Oh, Thank you. Yes, yes. Yep.
1: I appreciate that. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, also want to uh, give a shout out to our friend, John Clifford. Uh, his Aunt Irma passed away today. And Aunt Irma, Julia, was a huge fan of our show, maybe from going back to the beginning. But if you remember... I want to say, like, maybe seven or eight years ago, Johnny brought Aunt Irma by to see us at the fair. I do. Because yeah, she was, she just loved us, and she was just as the sweetest lady, and John has the picture. I don't have the picture, but Johnny owns Hi-Fi Hair and Record, which is about the... Coolest record store and beauty salon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. that they've ever seen. It's down on Harmon Place in Loring Park. But anyway, just sending our love to you, John about your uh, aunt Irma, um, who passed away. We just yeah, we feel for you. And um, he's a huge music person, obviously, as a beauty salon that's also a record store. Um, but anyway, we're just thinking about yes. you, and we're also thinking about you know it, George Floyd. It was it's the yes. three year anniversary. Today of George Floyd. So one of these days, I hope we can learn to live without prejudice and bigotry. But a lot of things are going on over the weekend. Um, uh, uh, Let's see. Tonight, there's a candlelight vigil at the George Floyd Square from 8 to 10. From 630 to 8, also at George Floyd Square, there's going to be a tribute. There's going to be dancers. Tomorrow, there's things going on. Saturday, everything is really, you know, 38 Chicago, the George Floyd Square, that yes, area. Yes. But there, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, the Star Tribune had a, uh, has a story about um, where to go, what the events are, uh, you know, just to honor him and his impact. So um, that is going on last night. Julia, Billy Porter was in town.
0: Oh, we missed that. Tell
1: me, the, I oh. I
0: wanted to go to this. I wanted to we go to We gave away tickets. We, tickets, we right? did. Yeah. People were so excited. How great was it? All right,
1: here's what John Bream writes. First things first. Let's talk about what Billy Porter Jr., the most fabulous fashionista, wore during his over-the-top Porterlicious concert at the state. This was Tuesday night, excuse me. It was, uh, he started in a multi-pastel colored jacket with matching train and sparkly orange pants. Then he changed into a black sequin jumpsuit with a waist length silver bobble epaulets. Mm. And then he had an iridescent blue floor length cape over a matching uh, ensemble that was uh, embroidered with Respect Our Humanity. There were seven. Different ensembles. He says, but I'm a music critic, not a fashion writer. I was
0: just going to say, (laughs) I am really kind of impressed John gave it that much space. I know.
1: But you have to with Billy Porter. And um, yeah, yeah, so people, he's got old dance floor hits, his, uh, you know, whatever the draw was, he reminded the state audience of what he's done in a very self reverential two and a half hour show. He showed clips from Pose, various talk shows, various red carpets. Um, The Oscar tuxedo dress got the biggest applause, plugged his memoir. Yep. He's got a movie coming up called uh, Our Son about a gay couple that divorces a la Kramer versus Kramer. And he said he came off like the child of Little Richard and Bette Midler. Oh, and that's, it a, wow. that's a...
0: Now, we haven't heard of that combo yet. I absolutely love that. I know. <laughs> it was the
1: highly entertaining, wildly energetic uh, show... Um, it was like in presented in six acts. There was a five man band. He did two tunes from his Black Mona, Mona Lisa album coming out in September. There were club bangers, the best of which is the sassy title uh, cut, Black Mona Lisa. And we played Fashion last Friday, I think, the Billy Porter song. Anyway, and did some covers. And um, he said. He said, "I might not be able to remember any particular song, but it was impossible to leave and not forget Billy Porter Jr."
0: I love that. Yeah, so that was. Tuesday I bet night. people had fun. I'd be curious to hear from him. Um, yeah, that he makes you smile. Yes,
1: and he's, he's, he's and that's always good. he was so great in pose. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. He was just as the the MC Pray tell. <laughs> that was that was his name that was on fx that was great Oh, okay that was a that was a really
2: great he show. he seems awesome
1: yeah you know and it's about the time you know when all the drag balls are happening the aids crisis is just taking hold so it's like i don't know if it's it's early 80s i think is the era that pose is in mm. um but i think it was just a three-year season i, I loved that show that was a ryan murphy show
0: Oh, all right.
1: Oh, there you go. Was,
2: okay. Yeah. There, you yeah. go. there you go. Yeah. It One was three seasons, 2018. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So and some Emmys were won. So anyway, all right. Listen, we come back. Uh, our story we can't get enough of. We're going to continue with uh, with uh, more Tina Turner because it's just impossible to say everything. But we've learned some new things with uh, things that people are remembering and sharing on social media. So we we'll be right back with that. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for Furniture Manor. Our secret that we've been telling you guys about for many, many years. We love shopping here at Furniture Manor. If you are looking for furniture for any room in your house, you will find it there in every, uh, you know, good, better, and best pricing. But also the selection that they have, the unique furniture, and then also brand names that we know and love. With oh my gosh, options to have custom fabrics. You have the. What do you call them on the bottom? Oh, the
0: the different legs, the different wood, if you want a skirt, if you want woods, if you want these kind of legs. But, you know, the other thing is, um, besides all the great furniture and so many different price ranges, if you see something on the floor and you've got a mission and you love it, take it with you. They sell stuff right off the furniture floor. But I did. Rug and a couch. Yep, they have it all for you. Stop by... FurnitureManner dot com for more information.
1: Yesterday, when the whole world yelled out "No, no, not Tina" about Tina Turner passing away yesterday, all, all in, on and off all day, we wondered how Cher was, well, how she was taking it because she and Tina go way back, and as you point out yesterday, they have uh, similar situations. Sonny didn't beat up Cher, but he was verbally and emotionally abusive, and Left her penniless, too. Yes. Anyway, so they, they go way back. And uh, as we were ending our show, I think someone called in to Grant and said, "Shares on MSNBC. Yes. Right now. So they got a hold of Cher. So this is just uh, a, a couple minutes of Cher talking to MSNBC about her friendship with Tina Turner.
3: I started going to visit her because I thought, you know, I need to put this time in here t- into our friendship, so that she knows that we haven't forgotten her. So we kind of all took turns going and spending time with her, and and um, and, and it made her happy and and. Someone said, or Jeff said, when you two laugh together, it is the funniest thing that you can ever possibly want to hear because we both have such distinct laughs. But she was really happy, and, like, the first time I went, she was laying on this little chaise that she looks out at the lake with, and she was very kind of, you know, kind of Camille, you know, and laying there, and and it's like, and she said, I can't spend too much time, and then five hours later... (laughs) We were laughing like crazy and she wanted to get up and show everything that she'd bought in her house and boy she was there were no surfaces in that house but you know she was she was having a good time in spite of the fact that she was really sick you know and yeah. and and not wanting people to know about it but she you know she had her dialysis machine in her house and and so that's how she was doing it
2: yeah and Cher, let me ask you when you look at her life you knew her as a person a spirit an artist Uh, many other people know her only from her music from listening to her work um what do you value what do you take uh, from the way she lived her life both as a person and as an artist that so many listen to
3: well i think first of all she's one of the great artists in our in in our generation you know like in rock and roll, I mean, she, there was no other person like her. You know, there was there's no other person even, even could come kind of close to who she was. And as a woman, she gave you lots of strength, and I'm sure she's encouraged so many young people, but she gave me lots of strength sometimes. And I gave her lots of strength, too. I think we were perfect friends for each other, truthfully.
0: Oh, I love
3: that. I know. It was so sweet. That. And
0: and then, you know... She gave ah, her a pair of her shoes. Yeah. Very high heel shoes. Shoes, you know?
1: yeah. So she was on kidney dialysis because her husband gave her he did. a kidney. But maybe...
0: it She still needed to be on the dialysis.
1: Her spokesperson today said she died. She passed away in her sleep. Sure. That's the best way. The best way to go. Yep. Um, people are reminding us uh, out in the Twitterverse that Prince... At the super bowl performance that you were at he did yes. proud mary
2: yes he did
1: with two i guess, dancing front and center so that's out
2: there Do La- you
0: grant i mean i just still think that was that, that, that you were everything. at that concert yeah. that must have been everything
2: but like I, like i said i think i've told you guys in the moment i did not realize the impact yeah and now it's probably like the coolest, one of the coolest experiences I've ever had. But I wouldn't have I, even I said that say, two or three years after I experienced it. It's right. just this is take with with Prince going and and all the hype behind sure. it. But yeah. yeah, I mean I didn't even remember that particular part. But we can hear a second of it if you want to hear Let's it. Sure, we've got it. Let's play it up.
1: And I'd forgotten that too. Coldplay last night uh, was doing a show at Barcelona Olympic Stadium, and led the crowd along in a version of Proud Mary. Lizzo last night was in. Phoenix, and she, like, tore it up. She said, I guess she yelled several times, there wouldn't be rock and roll without Tina Turner. And then before she played Proud Mary, and I think we might have a little bit of it, she said, you know, today we lost an icon, and I haven't allowed myself to be sad. I haven't allowed myself to cry. I don't want to right now, because I'd much rather celebrate incredible legend Tina Turner as a black girl in a rock band I would not exist, exist if it wasn't for the Queen mm-hmm. Rock Roll. And here's a little of, can we play it? Yeah, so
2: I've got a little bit of it. And it, it's it's the part where, you know, Proud Mary gets a little yeah, bit more exciting. And, and Lizzo's out there and she's got this and robe she, on. She rips, she rips roll, off the
1: skirt. This skirt, yeah. Ripped. And
2: she's out there like, in it looks to be like some sort of sexy nighty, and she is just rocking out. So let's hear it.
0: It's really fun. Go watch it on YouTube. It is. It's yeah. really super fun. I have to tell you something, Laurie. So... A month and a half before she passed, and we talked about this yesterday, um, she was interviewed by The Guardian, Tina Turner was. Yeah,
1: we talked about this And she talked
0: about how much she loved touring with the Rolling Stones and her Light Aid thing. But she also said, Mick and I, she always had a crush on Mick Jagger. Mm -hmm. Mick and I could never just stand there and sing. (laughs) That wasn't us. We had to do something. He looked me over. I was wearing a tight-fitting black leather top and skirt And I could see a naughty idea forming. (laughs) And he said to her, does that skirt come off? (laughs) And she says, what? And then Jager said to her, I'm going to take your skirt off. And I asked him why, but it was too late to talk it through. Mick had already made his mind up. (laughs) And he ripped the skirt off um, while they were singing It's Only Rock and Roll. Mm. Wow. So he literally just ripped it off. I'm sure it was a wraparound skirt and stuff like that. I'm sure. But she just said... He always looked at me with naughty eyes, and we Mm -hmm. always felt that naughty sexual tension kind of thing. Yeah,
1: well, he's only four years younger. Mm -hmm. What did you you say, 66 and 69 Mm -hmm. that Tina,
3: I can... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm Hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I
2: have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie
1: Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain, Wilson, Amor Tolls—you name it, they come. They share new episodes of "You Are What You Read" drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tina Turner uh, toured with the Stones, yeah. But someone once no, called she she also she also did one of them solo. before. Solo, solo in the early eighties, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, someone once called Tina the female Mick Jagger. And this writer in 1971 said, oh, no, no. In fact, to be more accurate, we should call Mick Jagger the, the male, male Tina, Tina Turner. Turner. I love that. <laughs> that was in 1971. Yeah. It was well so done. known that she was the one who taught him how to dance because Move. he does that strutty oh, yeah. thing that is a signature mm-hmm. Tina Turner. So yeah. anyway, Ben Fong Tories was the a reporter who in 1971, he said, yeah, no, we really need to be accurate and call Mick Jagger the male Tina Turner. It's been
0: really fun watching all the tributes and, and hearing of people's experiences with her because for the better part of the last 15 years, she has lived in Switzerland in a very quiet life. Yeah, 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 she was done. Yeah, it's just nice to hear about some of her famous quotes that she said was... Um, um, I'm not wise, but the beginning of wisdom is there. It's like relaxing into
1: an acceptance of things, with her Buddhism stuff and yeah, everything, right. or oh, you have something else. Okay. Well, here's well, to Martha Quinn, yeah, MTV VJ. Yes. She said, "Here's Tina's heart." When I spoke to her when I was at MTV, I raved about her red dress because she was on perf- yes. whatever. She said a few weeks later, a package arrived at the t- studio. I saw the red less lace peeking out she sent me the dress and that dress is now on display at the rock and roll hall of fame Wow! and yesterday when the rock and roll hall of fame tweeted, out they one of their pictures was this red dress good for martha
0: quinn for donating it that
1: That would be hard to do a long time ago and then uh, someone else um was, uh, I, I can't remember the actor's name, but they were working at a boutique in New York City, and Tina Turner came in and shopped, and her gold Amex card said Tina Turner... Private dancer.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. That was her address. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One,
2: one side note. Sorry to interrupt, but you said Ben Fung Torres. Yeah. Uh, he was the editor at the Rolling Stone, right? That's who. You, it was. And you remember from Almost Famous, the movie? Yes. He's the one who calls the young man to start writing to a thing to do, okay, their, so to do the piece. Guy. It's this. So that is an. When you said that name, I'm like, Why, Why do, do, I do I know that name? name? And that's from Grant. the movie Almost Famous, and Very he's good. an actual Rolling Stone editor.
0: We love your
1: movie memory. Yeah, that's. it's like unbelievable (laughs) Um, here. My favorite Tina Turner quote is in uh, I think it might have been the 60 Minutes interview. I'm not sure or just a print interview, but the reporter uh, asked her if she ever stood up for anything. And she said, you asked me if I ever stood up for anything. Yeah, I stood up for my life.
2: Heck yeah. Yeah. Good
1: for her. I know it. And uh, we've posted uh, her best fashion moments throughout the year, sequence fringe, and more. Any time you see Tina Turner in a long dress that's cut up in fringe, that's a Bob Mackey. There you go. I absolutely love knowing mm-hmm. that. Lori and Julia here with Anne Tresser of Tresser Law. We have been working with you for years, but we've never really talked about prenups. Give us the lowdown. Well, a prenup in the state of Minnesota is also called an anti-nuptial. So if you hear that, they're talking about the same thing as a prenup. Um, I encourage a lot of people to consider getting them, whether you have a ton of assets or little assets, it makes everything much more streamlined. You know what you're entering into. You've got your agreements in place if you get divorced in the future. They also address what you will do with your assets in the event of death. So it really helps for estate planning, and it really just helps for the future to avoid disputes. I love that. Okay, so, but what
0: about a post-nup?
1: post agreements are simply agreements that people who are already legally married enter into that, again, will also address what would happen to their assets in the event of divorce or in the event of death. So, again, these really can help streamline the process in the future.
0: Great information, and for your free one-hour divorce consultation, go to trustorlaw.com or use my tech, keyword, divorce.
1: But just uh, wanted to just a couple more things on Tina Turner. And I'd mentioned, uh, you know, about Bob Mackey. Um, and he once said that because he got to meet Tina Turner when she would be on the Sonny and Cher show and then also on Cher show yes. because he was the costume designer, yes. just like he was for Carol Burnett. Yes. But after she and Ike split up and she had no money and was considered this nostalgic act and just, you know, really having a hard time, he said she would go and buy really cheap evening gowns. Okay. To save as much money as possible while she was, you know, because she was booking some gigs, you know, going to Vegas, yep. you know, doing nightclubs, doing conventions. Nostalgic run. Yeah, the yeah. smaller Yeah, venues. smaller venues. Yes. And what they would do, she'd get these cheap, and they would just cut away tons of fabric oh. to get So he said we could show her stunning figure, and that became her signature look. She came up with that with the help of Bob Mackie. I love that. Out of necessity, (laughs) getting wearing these things, and then, um, you know, Richard Perry, and I'm talking about not, I'm talking about Richard Perry, the legendary music producer who used to date Jane Fonda. I think he was her last serious boyfriend. And remember, she broke up with him because yes. he got Parkinson's. Yes. she <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't want to take care of him. I get that. Yeah. And mm-hmm, so but he, but he was huge in the seventies. Carly Simon, Ringo Starr, Leo Sayer, the Pointer Sisters. In his memoir, Cloud Nine, he said Tina Turner came into his radar in 1977, years after he met her with Ike. She got her solo act together in 81 Great outfits, the Mm cut-up gowns with Mackie, mm -hmm. a great band, plus her own version of the Ikeettes, which were the backup singers who danced and sang behind Tina. And the most exciting thing was the announcement of Tina officially opening a new club in New York called the Roxy, owned by an old friend of mine. I happened to be in New York with Rod Stewart on the weekend of her opening. We were both, couldn't wait to see her. Her show was off the chart. She had assembled some inspired choices. Now, this is 81. She did a cover of Prince's Let's Pretend We're Married.
0: Wow! So, she
1: covered Prince in okay. 81. So, that's okay. off the either Dirty Minds or Controversy album. A uh, completely unique interpretation of The Beatles' Help, which she did as Soul Ballad. Wow. I love that one. And her outstanding cover of Al Green's Let's Stay it's Together, good. which became a big hit in the UK after the show. I went to her dressing room and complimented her. It was truly something special. And I then told her, maybe the time is right for us to finally get together and make some music, which is exactly what we did. Wow. And we started recording before we even had the contract. Oh, Yeah. So... And the fashion, God, yeah, the stuff that you posted, I even remember, like, you were remembering her video, What's Love Got To Do With oh, It, with the leather oh, yeah. jacket, the jean yep. jacket. But I remember when she did, I don't know if it was an album or appearance, but she appeared in, she had a white blouse, and then the... Oh, she always wore the white blouse later. with the jean, later, yes, later. But when later. she first did that, we were like, oh my gosh, why have we Love been doing the this? Yeah. Love the white blouse. Love the white blouse. And then Angela Bassett, I thought CBS, this CBS This Morning had the best tribute because A was the longest Vlad who did the uh, you know, put together the report is a passionate music fan, but they started the show with it. I loved it. I mean, the other two morning shows didn't even get to Tina to seven thirty. I just couldn't even believe that. I was like, what is bigger than Tina Turner? But they showed a clip of Angela Bassett in the CBS one when Tina Turner was on set showing her some of, Her moves, you're struck again how much Angela Bassett looks like young Tina Turner. Very much. And the moves, and I was also struck.
0: Strong muscular bodies, too.
1: Yeah, and also about how Angela Bassett this year on the Oscar circuit, when Austin Butler was getting crap about still talking like Elvis, and she gave several interviews where she said it took her three months after filming What's Love Got To Do With It to lose Tina's laugh and the way she talked because mm-hmm. she so immersed herself. Oh, and wow. she said, this is what happens when you play a real person. Sure. The only way you get the audience to buy it is that they think well, you are at, that person. Look at um, Joaquin um, walk, the line. walk the Line. He was
0: Johnny Cash. He couldn't get out of Johnny Cash. You look at um, Jamie Foxx when he played Ray. Um, you know, he ben was Charles, in a two, yeah. it, into it too. So you do see that happen. Yeah. So but, it was that was a really acute clip, and you I'm, see how she got Elvis and Austin Butler in the talk about Tina Turner, yeah. Grant. Well, basically, <laughs> <that's, laughs>
1: Weaved in Angela <laughs> and Austin Butler are bonded forever yes. for both being two actors who got robbed <laughs> of playing legends <laughs> in uh, Star Is Born, making. Hollywood moment of their own. They were overlooked for two dumb movies, The Whale and and The Piano.
3: piano. (laughs) Both sound terrible.
1: I will never love that. I I will hold a a grudge until I die. And we will all hear about it. All right.
0: Here's what I want to know about. (laughs) Thanks, Grant. Here's what I want to know. Okay, so I see this headline: Brittany and her mom reunite. Is this yes? I mean. It was 32
1: minutes. I I know, I know. So That's better than 29. Really, because uh, Brittany, who used to block her mom on Instagram and once told Lynn that she... Was a bleep and bleep and bleep. uh, Could go bleep herself. Lynn flew to LA yesterday to visit Brittany, and Brittany let her come in the house. A source who may or may not have been Sam, Sam, it sounds like Pam, um, gave TMZ the exclusive. Um, She arrived at the home. She was driven to the home uh, of Brittany's manager. And then she took an Uber to Brittany's house. Okay. And we're told Brittany didn't know when she was coming, but she knew her mom was coming to town. And, yes, they spent a half hour together. And after Lynn left, Brittany and Sam got in her car and drove around for a bit. And apparently these two have been texting and trying to do, you know, maybe trying some to, making up. Some and. Healing. Well, I mean, her, uh, her mom has a lot to make up for. And I just finished reading a book that we're going to have on next week called Graceland. Yes. About
3: the difficult...
1: Well, sometimes when people do things that really look awful, you know... There might be more to it, but when you're the recipient of the awfulness, it's very hard to see that. And when it comes from your mom, it's not it's the biggest betrayal of all for mm-hmm. your parents to betray you. So I'm glad Sam and Brittany went for a ride so that she was not you know she didn't want to take a make a video or anything on Instagram. but um anyway, I hope that the making it right with her daughter doesn't mean any more mooching Lynn.
0: Yes, because okay. remember, she has those attorney
1: fees. Oh, yeah. Uh, that she wants her daughter to pay $375,000
0: yes. $375, worth. Oh, it's Okay, oh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. No, we have these.
1: Oh,
2: man.
0: You remember lines from movies we remember. That's there? right. Yeah, we remember that. <laughs>
1: uh, so anyway, that is happening. Okay, and what is this about Miley Cyrus? Well, Miley is just clearing up. You know, she did a, an interview, pretty candid interview with British Vogue, Um Last week, and I remember, I, I remember we posted the cover, but we never got to the Sorry story. about her feel, uh,
0: feelings about well, a couple she, things.
1: Yeah, I mean, she admitted she was chastised mercilessly for being young and hot yeah. during the Bangers era. Mm-hmm. And it left her with a huge amount of shame. And how was she, was she with the Robin Thicke
0: performance yeah, well, that they did with that's the, the
1: Bangers. That's the Bangers well, era, Banger, isn't it? Sure,
0: but she had her own album, which is the bangers thing, and this is the Robin Thicke. Song, yeah, but which I think was it was all lights. in the,
1: the same couple of years of time. Sure. It's it's. But that performance something. she got, oh, big time! So she talked about, you know, um, just what she had to learn, and anyway, just how hard that was for her, because, my God, I, I was. Here is my advice to uh, the you know twenty something. You know, just don't be so hard on yourself. And you know, you're you you can't help it. You're young and hot. Know it. I love that you know <laughs> that
0: that like I would have I'm, a whole different v- view of myself in that period than how you feel. Oh, in I that totally period. knew
1: I was hot. I knew it. I worked it. I loved it. Uh, and my girl, I know you did. I did, and I'm so happy I did. Yeah, I I, I didn't waste a, a minute. You know. Uh, not really, but anyway, um, you know she's in the public eye, so you know, and the, I can't imagine how that was for. her. But according to me, to people, she wants to make sure that uh, she was kidding about not touring again. You know that she was yeah, just saying course. for right now, it's not, it's not for what yeah. I'm doing and all of that. Because people are like Miley, and I'm like, you can't hold a thirty, a thirty year old wouldn't really. Even what, even if you did say something like that, you can't be held to what you think or thought at thirty, because you're going to change your mind. Absolutely. So that's what, and she and you was, get
0: to change your mind.
1: Period. Even if you say it at any age,
3: yeah, that's true. It's your prerogative. Yeah, things and,
1: change. Okay. So she just was setting the stra- the record straight with and she people. She wish she would
0: have been kinder and gentler to herself. Yes. That was kind of what yeah. I got out of it. Yeah.
1: And then tonight, you know, the Wild Nights concert series starts tonight at uh, the zoo. Yeah. This is highly recommended. Um, this first night because uh, this is it almost feels like a First Avenue night. It's um, Yam House, Kiss the Tiger, Gully Boys, The Swangos, DJs Maddie Mat and Astrolax, and I was introduced to kiss, tonight. Yeah, I was introduced to Kiss the Tiger at the First Avenue night at the fair a couple of years ago. I believe you were with me. I was me, with you, and we were just blown yeah. away. And then Kiss the Tiger, she open for somebody on the grandstand and i can't remember who it was for but mm-hmm. anyway so uh that's happening but every thursday now through september 14th and the last one september 14th mashup with kat perkins and a few other singers love it so she's Fun. doing the bookends giving us that so yeah i'll try and remind you guys uh every wednesday who's playing the next night and I love it tickets are uh Today's thirty dollars if you're a zoo member Oh, yeah. And 40, if you're not. Oh, that's nothing. All right, listen, we'll be right back.
2: I
0: don't know if you saw this, you guys, this morning on mm-hmm. CBS This Morning News. We're
2: all... I'm Bradley Trainer,
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J Lo and P. S. The person behind
2: all of this is Chris Jenner. LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends. Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: Of the stuff that should be in the Academy Museum. The Academy Awards, you know, Museum Museum. That had three things. Yeah, Yeah, that we were all excited about. It's all in the Warner Brothers lot. Of course. They had a tour this morning of the Warner Brothers. Oh, because of the costumes special. and everything, it's all right there. I don't understand why these people don't donate it.
1: No, that. because Warner Brother owns it and they listen, an Hollywood, asset. these these dumb people in Hollywood that have been raising money for this stupid building they were building <laughs> should have bought Debbie Reynolds. Yes. She know, had but, the whole MGM lot. But that, Warner Brothers owns their own crap, okay? So they I know. rely on donations. And having but these they, they spent so much time raising money for the building they passed on the MGM lot. Yeah. The,
2: the content. Basically yeah. Basically, yeah. You made a show without content. Yeah. <laughs> oh my but God. I just
1: saw it all. I'm like, Jay. I am interested in, in watching this yeah. Warner Brothers yes. thing, hundred years yes. of making movies.
2: It's, it's on tonight on Mac. And Warner Brothers keeps their hands on a lot of that stuff because yeah. they will occasionally release it to like there's a um, auction website that does a lot of like movie stuff, and I'm not—it's not Julian's, but it's another one. It's mm-hmm. a prop website, okay? And yeah. they'll just release it at times, different collections, and just bring in a handful of cash. Yeah, I mean, it's—it's it's very valuable stuff.
0: Oh my As, gosh, he was in the Batmobile today. Yeah, I mean, the I was, fancy I was going to say yeah, yeah, the bat—the
2: yeah. bat suit is a part of all yes. that, and that's—that's that's probably two hundred thousand dollars right there, just the bat suit. You know, yeah. so. I know you wanted to donate it, but it's cash, you know. Yeah, I
0: know, but it's the same yeah.
2: I wish they would. Maybe they could donate it on like a like a here. You can display it on behalf of us. I'm sure
0: they do limited selections, but when we were closed that room was closed. But you won't know, don't worry, you can just pass right through the area with the best stuff that's closed right now. That's what they told us. The
1: dumbest room that they have. (laughs) They're not obviously working with the Grace because Graceland is without a doubt the you know, greatest Uh, museum to something ever, you know, the way it's so well done. But the room, when you walk in the Oscar room, you're like all excited. We're going to see all these Oscars. You go in a room. There's seven. That's a circle and it's red and there's 40 cases all at the same eye level. Each of them with an Oscar for somebody in them. And that's it. No, not a picture not of the person a uh-uh. accepting the Oscar, <laughs> which at Graceland, when you see every jumpsuit, you also see a picture of Elvis mm-hmm. in said jumpsuit with the date and the year. It's Where just it was, so yeah. funny. We're but, talking about the motion picture, a new museum in um <laughs> Hollywood. In Hollywood. It's <laughs> it just, just... We can't recommend it. Mm-hmm. Nope. Not until they get their act together. <laughs> <laughs> really?
3: <laughs> It was the silliest
1: thing. It really was. I was like, okay, I'm not, I mean, I'm just, I love my, because I do, I'm a fan of the Country Music Hall of Fame. I mean, I do love these. I've never been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but to me, if you're going to show an award, like a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Mm -hmm. or an MTV Moon Man, they all look the same. They just have a different engraving. If you can't give us the visual... Right. The picture with the Oscar and the name of the person. So you go, oh, that's because, remember, I mean, I think they had Hattie McDaniels. mm mm-hmm. uh, You know. It's, it's just silly. It's silly. It's absolutely. And then the beautiful room of dresses. Now, they'd, they had Halle Berry's dress, but you had to walk clear across the other side of the room and look down at a thing to find her picture when she, it wasn't right underneath the dress. That chaps me. (laughs) You know, made it into Neil the Knitter is uh, was out in he was in New York yesterday. New York City Mm -hmm. Fleet Week Mm
0: -hmm. is happening.
1: We were lucky. At what least that twice. means is
0: that many of our servicemen are there. Yeah. Navy.
1: Navy. Sailors. Mm-hmm. Fall of sailors. Sex mm-hmm. in the City. Mm-hmm. Samantha. Yeah. Famous. Officer and a Gentleman. Yeah, yeah. Fleet Week is just everything, so he sent me a yeah. picture. Do we date ourselves
0: or what? Officer and a Gentleman. Circa 1986. Well, but <laughs> Sex
1: in the City, you know, but yeah. anyway, he yeah. sent me a picture of, he was standing in front of the Dior um, boutique. Uh, yeah, she, with this hot pink great dress and, um, I reminded him, and he reminded me at the same time that at the very end of CBS Sunday Morning this week, Architectural Digest did their twelve most beautiful buildings of 2022, mm-hmm. and the House of Dior Museum,
0: where you went in were, Paris
1: with Neil, yes, is featured because that place is another mind-blowingly amazing example to the to the artistry of one designer and then there have been other you know besides the original but it's the house of dior it's a museum and it's so incredible and clever the spiral staircase is the whole way up it's all glass and it's all miniature handbags shoes and purses of the first dior silhouette that people think of the nipped in waist
3: Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. the off the shoulders the handbag with the clutch And a pair of gloves, and it starts at the bottom, in like pink. Then it, the next, it's lavender. It's all the same thing, lavender. Then it goes red. Is this the stops
0: or is this on the
1: Uh, every every one of these silhouettes that color? So it's the whole color palette of the same. It's just incredible. That sounds beautiful. It's beautiful. So it was. The very last, you know, a lot of times you shut off CBS Sunday morning and you're like, oh, that's the end. Yes. You know, there might be like three minutes left and it was there. Because it's
0: an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: But it was kind of I don't know if you ever go to architectural digest. It was sort of it looked like an interesting the oh. places if you're looking, if you're traveling and you want to go beautiful. To New- yeah, it was kind of a good little mm-hmm. idea, I thought. So and we're probably gonna get a Madonna and Sam Smith collab. Oh yeah. Sam teased us yesterday. Sam like and, and then Madonna whispered. And remember she presented? Yes. Or said he was he- performing when at the Grammys when she was so uncomfortable with her Wednesday school girl school marm outfit i would have i would have been uncomfortable too wearing that tight neck yeah yeah i no, Kite, no. i know i know so th- i think they're going to do a collab and his fans are very mad cuz he
2: canceled his show last night and then it, in Manchester, it had started. You know, it right before started. it started, mm-hmm. everyone's
0: in there. What's
2: with people doing that now? Right, voice. as it I don't started. know he's he's his voice.
1: voice. He started singing, and he's like, I, during my third
2: song, oh, he I got to a third song. Okay. I
1: noticed something yeah. wrong with my voice. I prayed it was just my voice waking up for the show, but in the fourth song, I would feel something was really wrong. Oh, I tried everything to get it back in gear, but it won't. I am heartbroken.
2: Okay, that seems... I'm sorry, like I'm sorry,
1: more, I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, compared to like Morgan Wallen who kept everybody there for three hours, never even came out on stage yeah. and canceled his concert. Sam Smith came out and tried and had and couldn't Yeah, yeah, get, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. very believable. That, that, yeah, I, 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 I didn't know that he Shoot. came out.
1: I was hoping Madonna was hiding behind the curtain ready to jump out <laughs> and yell, Surprise!
2: <laughs> would have been fun
1: and Taylor Swift is getting called out for a calculated collab with Ice Spice oh yeah on behalf of her boyfriend Subtle was redefined yesterday by Taylor Swift oh
2: yes it was <laughs> so obvious oh, so, so obvious yeah
1: so anyway this is this is her new boyfriend uh, diss this woman and now Taylor is coming in to just, do a collab with her just because she's always admired her like I said <laughs> Subtle
3: Subtle mm-hmm. Just trying
0: to. She, that's never good when you have to do things to remake the image
1: of someone that you're going
0: out with. Yeah. Exactly. And nor should she be doing that. No, no. it's so, she doesn't it's need so to. not
1: her. I, I, I cannot. I'm going to ask Brittany about this tomorrow.
0: Yes, yes do
1: she might have said because she, she knows Taylor well.
0: Uh, they're besties. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think she babysitted the cats once. <laughs> babysitted. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Lori and Julian, my talk.